Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Hi, Uh, Kate. Hi. We could harmonize on that at some point. (laughs) Serums. Serums. a terrible word. Yeah. That might turn into like moist. Oh. Serum. No. No? I don't want it to because it has like nice connotations for me now. I know. I don't want it to turn moist. Moister panties. Panties is my least favorite word. Yeah, it's really bad. Sorry to take us down a dark turn right away. Oh, thanks. Um, Welcome. Hi. Hi. I have to tell you, I heard Alanis Morissette's Ironic in the car Oh. About an hour ago. Did you sing along? I blasted it. My daughters had never heard it and they liked it. Oh. It is the lamest song, lyrics wise, that has probably ever been written. 
It's not great. She kind of chuckles I like cockily through the song, but it is so good. And I just felt like as a, a podcast for uh, women in their 30s, 40s and beyond, Alanis is kind of like one of our potential muses. Interesting. I mean, maybe not a muse now, but perhaps a touchstone for all a of touchstone. us. touchstone. I would definitely call her a touchstone. Maybe Kate. muse was the wrong choice. I wouldn't call her a muse. But you know what? I think also for me, I was not super into Alanis at the time. I wasn't either. I actually did not like her music. And my brother was obsessed with her. Okay. And, you know, he was like my little brother. So that kind of automatically made her seem uncool to me. Like, oh, my brother's into her. Totally get you it. You know? Um, but now I think of her as iconic. Not just ironic. <laughs> Sorry, that was so bad. Dory is here uh, all night, <laughs> then going to the Catskills for a three-week run. Um, no, I, I, in listening to it, I immediately was I, like flashed back to. Uh, I started just playing my so-called life episodes in my head. In particular, just had like the red flannel shirt dress that she wears. Yeah. I think in my favorite episode, where her cuticles look like moons. I just felt overcome with nostalgia. Sometimes it just hits you when you when you least expect it. I mean, like when I went to a Bell and Sebastian concert this summer. Did you cry? I cried. Oh, man. Kate, I cried. I understand <gasps> that. That reminds me of 2001. at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> because of your youth? Your youth gone by? <sighs> kind of. Like they played the state that I'm in. Oh, God. Forget it. Which is like... A great song, A, and a, a sort of like dramatically sad song, B, and C just took me back to college and like that time, mm. you know, and the friendships. And oh, you were so cool to be listening to Bell and Sebastian in college. I was exclusively listening to Fish, The Grateful Dead, and a variety of reggae artists. You went to a small liberal arts school in Maine. That's true. So shout out. I feel like all is forgiven. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> When I got to New York, though, I did discover Belle and Sebastian, and it was, and also The Smiths, which is a humiliating discovery in your 20s. You know, like, that should have happened in my teens. Well. But at least it happened. It, it happened. You went there. You got out of it. I didn't, I didn't expect to talk about 90s music, but it feels good. Yeah. It felt, it was, there, it was soothing, space. too. I feel like there's something in talking about things we do to care for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we'll get to this later, but I'm trying to get back into music. And so just listening to something other than people talking was very, uh, a real relief. Yeah, I hear you. Here we are talking. Here we are talking. <laughs> uh, but this is great. Yeah. You should listening listen to, to this. <laughs> yeah. But don't turn music on. Um, Dory, you brought Chili over to the garage tonight. I we sure did. In my garage. I and did. you're whole 30 -ing. I am. What day is it? Uh, I started on the second. Today's the... Eight? So we should speak with, there's a presumption that everybody knows what the whole 30 is. Oh, yeah. But can you just give us a brief rundown? I mean, I can. It's kind of embarrassing. It is? I think so. It's like, it is, it is the, it is like the diet or I shouldn't, they don't, I feel like they don't like to call it a diet. They're not here. It's, it's the, it's the eating plan that I feel like people are most obnoxious about. I think like the cut or select all or one of the New York magazine blogs recently had a like a thing about how like the way you know someone is on whole 30 is because they won't shut up about it and it's like all over Instagram and so 
I'm a little sensitive about that. Okay. I don't want to be like the person who's just like yammering on about Whole30 all the time. And also, it is a very restrictive elimination diet. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of sound like an asshole talking about it. All of that said, here's what it entails. <laughs> <laughs> Good setup. Thank you. Um, no sugar. No dairy. No alcohol. No grains. No legumes. No soy. <sighs> then I, no like xanthan gum. Correct. Like, there's, there's smaller, no nitrate. Like there's um, yeah, those tinier nothing, things. I mean, essentially nothing processed. And then they also, they don't want you making, like a lot of paleo things are like paleo pancakes. Right, right. Like they don't want you making substitutes for bad food with Whole30 compliant foods. So you're not supposed to make like Whole30 compliant muffins or pancakes or whatever. Also no alcohol. Yes, I said that. Oh, you did. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. My yeah. brain just... No, um... it's fine. I mean, I... It's not... I'm not like a big drinker. I'm not like one of those come home, have a drink people. Um, but if it's there, I'll usually just have a drink. And so just to not have that is like... And it also honestly makes social situations like much less bearable. So I yeah. don't really engage in them <laughs> when I'm doing Whole30. Um you can have coffee. Thank God. I don't think I would be able to do it without coffee. Um, I mean, essentially what you can eat are uh, meat. Got it. Eggs. Delicious. Fish. Vegetables. Fruit. Um, you can have nuts, but you can't have peanuts because those are a legume. <laughs> um but you can have like almonds and other yeah. nuts. Um, you can have, you can have avocados. I guess those are fruits technically. Um, you're not supposed to like overdo it with the fruits, but you can have fruit. Yeah. And like, like they don't, they discourage smoothies. Like they're so annoying. It's annoying. I did it's one once. It's so annoying. Can I can I just counter with I brought in some cookbooks to talk about and hilariously one is an Italian cookbook. The other one is called The Good Food Cookbook: Living the High Carbohydrate Way. Oh my god. So this is the That might be a little triggering for me, honestly. <laughs> the exact opposite life of yeah. what you're leading right so now. So I should say, however, that I am doing a slightly modified whole 30. Okay, fair. So my husband and I, in the last few months, um, just started eating Starbucks sous vide egg white bites for breakfast. Wait, uh, what's a sous vide? Sous vide. What's that mean? It's um, it's it's basically like where you cook something low and slow in a water bath. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> you cook something low and slow. So they're just cooking egg whites in, in gently warmed water? Yeah. So it kind of like um, poaching an egg, like a gentle yeah, poach. Yeah, and they, they're they sort of like egg muffins, mm. but they're smaller. Okay. Um, and they're round and they're delicious. They have dairy in them. Uh-oh, they have, get out. They have some cheese in them. Oh, no. So, you know... I kind of spontaneously decided to do this whole 30, which is not how you're supposed to decide to do the whole 30. You're supposed to like think about it for weeks and like plan all your meals and like go on, you know, food shopping and meal prepping and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
ugh, I ate so much over the holidays. I feel gross. I'm going to do Whole30. And I said to Matt, like the day we got home from vacation, um, I said, like, um, I don't think I can do this. We don't, we have no food in the house. Uh, we have nothing to eat for breakfast. He was like, just do it and let yourself eat sous vide egg white bites. And I was like, okay. Wait a second. So the whole modification is just Whole30 plus Starbucks sous vide egg white bites? Kate, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat any other dairy. I don't eat any other cheese. Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> might be it. That might be I have an exception for sous vide egg white bites. That's okay. And you know you what? You gotta live. I, I just like, it's, I just can't. And honestly, last week, I didn't go food shopping. I did Whole30 with all takeout. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is... Which is dumb. Like there was one night I had gone to yoga and that class is in Silver Lake and it gets out at 8.15. And I hadn't planned ahead because I was just not planning ahead. I was like, oh, I'll pick up food on my way home, which is like reasonable. It's late, but it's reasonable. So I was like, oh, I'll go to Tender Greens. Tender Greens is like a mecca if you're doing Whole30. It's like, great. So chain in LA. It's, it's a chain. They have like good meat, good vegetables. Like you can you can make yourself a plate. So I go in. I'm like all excited. And I'm like, I'll have the steak. And, and they're like, oh, we're out of steak. It was like, at this point, it's like 840 and they close at nine. And they're like, we're out of steak. I was like, but I saw some steak over. Also, Whole30 makes you crazy. And I was also starving. And I was like, I saw some steak over there. And the woman was like, um, and then she's like, chef, is there? St-? And he's like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll have the salt and pepper chicken. And they're like, mm, we're out of that too. And I was like, okay, I'll have the uh, tuna. No, we're out of that. And the only things they still had were fried chicken, which no, barbecue chicken, which is also no, sugar, and falafel, which is a third no. And I was just like, fine. And I stormed out and I went to Sweet Green. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Pretty dramatic. This is a problem. This is a, these are hard problems. These are hard problems. So then this weekend, I was like, okay, enough. And I I have the Whole30 cookbook, which I do highly recommend. The, the recipes are really good. And I happened to have a lot of ground beef and decided to make their uh, beef and butternut squash chili. Oh, that sounds good. Which is delicious, it turns out. One thing I will say about Whole30 is it really makes you appreciate spices and flavoring. Yeah. Because you have nothing else. No, it's eggs (laughs) for 31 days. Yes. I, I mean, there's no way to do it if you're vegetarian. Like... No, you do substitution, I think. Like, I just don't see how you could do it. Um, So I made so much chili and have been eating that. I also like roasted some vegetables. I made, oh, you can have potatoes. Yes, that's a a huge Um, bonus. Which is a huge bonus. So I made some potatoes. Like I kind of got back on track and I'm trying to do it. Look, I, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. (laughs) I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't really like, I, I, I feel fine. It turned out I just needed like two days of a detox. Yeah, not a whole, not a whole 30. Not a whole 30. But now I'm like on this train and I'm just like, well, guess we're doing it. 
So here we are, which, you know, since we've talked previously about not doing restrictive diets and I like, I made this, I took this stance of like, I don't need to do a restrictive diet, like blah, blah, blah. Um, I do kind of feel like a hypocrite. So that just is going along with like my (laughs) self-loathing. Right Which I now. feel like you were going to work on. I was. And then I started doing Whole30. <laughs> I, I got derailed. <laughs> I I have been doing a lot of thinking about restrictive eating. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to this podcast called The Body Love Podcast. Podcast? Body Love Podcast or The Body Love Project? Actually, now, ugh, fuck me. I can't remember. Hmm. Well, The Body Love something. Just if you I put, bet if you put body love in, you'll yeah. get it. Yeah. But it's been a really positive listening experience in that it's starting to help me break what I feel like is a reliance in my brain on restrictive eating, mm. which is to say I'm trying to free myself of the feeling uh, that if I don't restrict myself, I'm bad things are going to happen. I'm going to lose weight or everything's like, I'm going to gain weight or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's kind of a a real spiral for me now um, that's happened, I would say like in the past, maybe since having, oh no, I would say in the past 10 years. Mm. um, Since your mom died. Since my mom, what a fucking trigger that was. No, no, not you, not you (laughs) saying that. I mean, my mom's, no, you can talk, you know, I have to talk about death all day long. Mm, Yeah. But, um, that was a catalyst for me in terms of like triggering uh, disordered eating yeah. and stuff like that. But I, w- there's, um, there's one part of my brain that's like, I want to do Weight Watchers and I want to do Whole30 and I want to count my calories in my fitness pal because that's what it's going to take for me to like lose five pounds and love myself. Mm. And what I'm really trying to think about is instead of doing that, Focusing on like forming a more loving relationship with food. Love it. Um, a more also food is anxiety for me because I'm a parent. Yeah. And um, I have two daughters that I cook for. And right now I'm kind of the primary cooker, which is an official term. Mm-hmm. So I'm in charge of their meal. You know, so there's a lot of preparation and planning um, that kind of goes into like, how do I fix food that a four-year-old and a seven-year-old and myself and my husband will all eat? Right. Um, so it raises a lot of stress for me. So I'm trying to approach eating from like a, a place of openness and like satisfaction and uh, which, which is why I brought these two cookbooks. Let's talk about Okay, them. so one goal I kind of set for myself is... I was thinking that Italian, I'm a quarter Italian, which is not a lot, but I really love Italian cooking and Italian food. And I loved my grandparents cooking and it's the thing I feel most confident cooking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I wanted to have like my own Julie Julia moment Mm. and cook my way through an Italian cookbook. And rather than pick something challenging, I picked one I already have that I already know I love and it's very simple. Great. And I'm going to try to cook one recipe from that a week. And that cookbook is called... Patricia Wells, Trattoria. Great. Um, one of my best friends, Teresa, has cooked from it for years and gave it to me. And it's an excellent, simple Italian cookbook. Then I bought my mom's, one of my mom's favorite cookbooks, Jane Brody's Good Food Cookbook, mm. Living the High Carbohydrate Way from the 80s when wow. we didn't want to eat fat. No. And um, remember Snack Wells? I do. They gave you diarrhea. Yeah, they were disgusting. <laughs> and I feel like I ate them by the box. Oh, totally. <laughs> and and those chips with the... 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the non fattening chips. I can't remember what that stuff is. Olestra. Called. Yes. Also gave you diarrhea. That literally gave you diarrhea. Yeah. Um, but my mom made this really lovely lentil and brown rice soup, and we would eat it the day after Christmas. Ooh, and yum. it's, I'll give you the recipe. Great. Um, when I can eat grain again. <laughs> in 20 days, you can have it as a prize. Thank you. Um, but I, I love to cook it all the time. I can almost cook it by memory. And the recipe I have that she gave me is really frayed and thin. So I just found the cookbook on Amazon and I ordered it and I'm going to start kind of cooking from there. And the recipes are all very healthy. They just, they're high carbohydrate, sure. but also trying to break my brain cycle that's yeah. telling me that bread is bad and carbs yeah. are bad. Yeah. I, it, I'm in, almost embarrassed at how ingrained that shit is in my brain right now. And so I'm really trying to form a more loving relationship with food, which I've now said 70 times. And on that topic, I want to say, um, I just made some food for a meal train for a friend Mm. and I got very emotional because it felt like what a, what a privilege it is to be able to feed somebody else. I never thought normally cooking for people makes me anxious and I'm worried they're going to hate it and I'm not a good cook and I've screwed it up. But I had just like a really, I don't know. It was like very, felt very loving. That's so nice. I know. What did you make? I, well, and then I also went a little bonkers. I made this brown rice and lentil soup. Oh. I made another red lentil soup from a New York Times recipe. I made something called the very green salad. Uh, that is uh, from 101 cookbooks. It's delicious. I'll sh- we'll, we'll link to all these. Great. Um, and then noodles and broccoli for children. I bought some cookies and a, a loaf of crusty bread. Wow, you really did it. I was really feeling it. I, I just know how in my experience when my mom was ill and then also when I've had new babies at home, how amazing food, whether it's from a restaurant or from someone's kitchen can feel that you haven't had to think about, you know what I mean? That just shows up. It just feels, it's such a gift. And so I really enjoyed, but this was the first time I actually enjoyed doing it. And that felt really special for me. Oh, the two times I've done a meal train, I've just gotten people takeout, but that, is so helpful and wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's no <laughs> variety of lentils. I mean, you really went above and beyond. I was, it was raining here today. I yeah. just felt, you know, and, and I was playing music. Into it. Into it. Anyway, let's transition to our high-low products for this week. Yeah. So we have more. We have another high-low for you guys. Because, and I, I had to, I brought like 50 things to the I, table. I did not. That's okay. Um, There's more podcasts to be spoken. There are so many. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I'm going to go with my low first. Okay, great. This is a new product for me that was recommended to me um, by a friend. And then I kind of, once I found out she used it, all of a sudden, every person I know uses this and it's the oh. best. It's called rose water and glycerin. It's a little spray, a little pink. It comes in a pink bottle. It's by Heritage Store. And you can buy this at any health food store. I bought it at Whole Foods. It is, I looked online, it costs $5.99 um, for this spray bottle. And it says here, classic, soothing, and pure skin lotion you can trust, harsh weather defense. Ooh. Do you I, put it on your face I or on your body? I put it on my face. Ooh, okay. after, I'm using it like a toner, basically. Okay, okay. So I spritz it on after I wash my face. Um, and it just feels great. It has a beautiful rose scent. I love how it makes my skin feel. Mm. And 
I think another thing people use it for is like giving yourself a little zhuzh, mm-hmm. like your makeup a little, a little refreshing, boost. a little boost. Yeah. And then I also bought their regular rose water rose petals spray, oh. which I just like to spray on myself. It's an aromatherapy mist body splash from European roses. Oh, like a like a perfume. Yes, but it's so light. I don't even know if anyone it's would just smell it. For you. It's just for me. Oh, I love that. But it's just a little. I, I, one, I love a toner in a spray bottle. Mm-hmm. This is something I've learned about myself. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really lovely thing to put on your skin, guys. Rose water and glycerin spray. I love it so much. And for six bucks, Ugh. it feels like the kind of thing you can buy. And if it's not for you, you can pass it along and not feel too totally. much pain. Totally. You know, because some products you buy and then they're not for you. And then it's a miserable experience. Yep. Um, moving on to my high product yes. story. I'm going to embarrass myself because I'm going to try to say it in its French name. Okay. This is a French product. Now, let me give you a little backstory. I love a backstory. About two years ago. Yes. During one of my meltdowns, which I have at least one a quarter, if not more, I decided... I want it to be French. Like I I, oh. I did a lot of Googling of like French girl beauty, French girl life, French did fashion. Did you read like French women don't get fat? I've never read that. It seems horrible. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I mean, that's it's like they walk and they only eat three meals. And okay. They, and they smoke. Guess and what? They smoke. they smoke. Fuck that. Yeah. But I did read a lot of like goop on how to be an like authentic French women tell you how to be French. Did you read Bringing Up Bebe? I also didn't read that. <laughs> the truth is, I don't read books about being French, just articles <laughs> on <laughs> the internet. Um, I, I actually heard that that is a great parenting book. I have book. heard it's great. Um, I have friends who swear by it. Like I kinda, friends who I think are normal and yeah, cool. I kind of feel like I do bringing up Bebe without having read it. It's basically like... Oh, really, Kate? Yeah, I don't need to read the book. <laughs> it's like kind of ignore your kids and make them eat what you're having for dinner. Is, are the basic rules. I can get down with that. I love ignoring my kids. <laughs> I love forcing them to eat what I'm eating. That's that's the 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 bridge. The, the right, bridge we version. just saved you all 1499. Yeah, guys. Cliff notes bringing a baby. Anyway, I went down that rabbit hole of French pharmacy products that oh, are actually really great. It's a great rabbit hole. Oh my god, you guys. We got to dedicate a whole episode I to mean, French pharmacy products. Yeah. Um and this is one of them, but it's expensive. It's $26 for, or about $25.30. I forget what I paid for it, but it's around there in my most recent Google search. And it's Nux, N-U-X-E, Huile Prodigieuse. That's oil something. I took French in college and I don't know. Does it mean just like prodigious? That's kind of <laughs> what I think. A I, prodigious oil? Prodigious oil. And what it is, is a dry oil. So it it goes on your skin and then is immediately uh, like absorbed. Okay. Yes. Um, it's not like slathering coconut oil on which kind of stays. You can feel, yeah, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. that smooth it's sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that word. That's a good one. Yeah. It's like the opposite of moist. <laughs> a terrible word. But it also describes something disgusting. Yeah, it does. In all seriousness, um, this product. I, so I, I basically just was trying to mimic French women. Mm-hmm. So I, I did not know what I was buying. Did you get a beret? <laughs> I got a beret. I got a bicycle. <laughs> I got a striped shirt, ballet flats, a trench, 
Red lipstick. I mean, this is what every article says, by the way. Totally. That's what you need to be French. Uh, no, I basically came to the conclusion that Americans are never going to be French because we're Americans. Yeah. But their pharmacy products are pretty great. I bought like the Embryolis cream. I love the Bioderma micellaire water. Mm. Um, and I'll talk about those another time. But tonight we're talking about dry oil. So where do you put this on your body? Here's what it can be used for. It can be go on your skin or your hair. What? Yeah. I don't do it on my that hair. That was a curveball that I expect wasn't it. expecting. Nope, I threw you there. Um, it, I, I don't use it in my hair, but I think it could be used in a similar way of like a, a light oil that you use to kind of like pat down your flyaways. Or if you maybe have mm. like a curly, I don't know, because I have very straight, so very as fine discussed, hair. discussed, we both have straight, fine hair. Yeah, and we're limited like- in our knowledge. Putting oil on it is like one of those things you read about in a magazine that's like counterintuitively, you should put oil on your oily hair. And then you're like, oh, my hair looks disgusting and I can't get this oil well, out. Here's the thing. This, and I'll let you can try it out. It's not heavy. It's not like putting a glob of olive oil on your head. It's not viscous. It's not viscous. It has a beautiful scent. I feel like, I feel like saying it's a dry oil. It's like when people say it's a dry heat. It's like okay. so obnoxious <laughs> because it's a dry oil, and also like dry. No one really knows what that no, means. No, and I don't know what it means. Totally. I keep saying it to sound like I do because I'm looking at this bottle and it's pretty fucking liquidy. It's really oily. so. I don't know what you're really talking about here. Here's here's more what it is. A little bit of it does not go along. It doesn't moisturize your body. Ah, uh, so what, what I, does it do? I don't know. <laughs> like it i just feel good about myself Mm. it smells good that's i think maybe it because when you read about it it's like french women use this oil to moisturize after the shower and you need like numerous glugs to get a good moisture but that's why i brought my trader joe's spa 100 percent pure jojoba oil oh because what i do is i mix the two so I will, oh. because I like the scent and the texture of this, uh-huh. but I want it, I need to move it around. Mm-hmm. I use this as my base. This Trader Joe's, guys, you can get really great beauty products at for very cheap. And I like their um, minty shower gel. Oh, I haven't used that. Oh, it's nice. I have tried their face wash. I've done scrubs. Mm. Their stuff is... Their vitamins are great. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But this jojoba oil is really great. It's also super cheap. So I use that like as my after shower body lotion. But if I really want to go for it, I mix my dry oil. When you say mix, do you mean you put the jojoba? jojoba. (laughs) What a weird word. Um, You put the jojoba oil on first and then you put the dry oil on top? No, I just like mix it in the palm of my hand. Oh, okay. And And in what proportions? That's a great question. I would say a quarter sized pour of the jojoba Uh mixed with a good shake or two of my Nux Huile Prodigieuse. Okay. And it just gets it. It gives me a nice scent, a nice moisture, and... um, I now like the smell of this Nook stuff so much that I bought the perfume. Oh, wow. They have a perfume. They have a body lotion. They have numerous products. And I have started accumulating it. Uh, And so it just, it feels like one of those items that who who knows what it does you know what i feel like french women pay attention to in a way that american women don't but should go on 
decolletage. Oh, is that our neck and chest area? It's like, yeah. Like pre-boob? Yeah, pre-boob. Or above boob? Above boob. It's the post-boob. Like the mountain top of your boobs. Yeah, but it doesn't, it, it, I think it extends to the area between your boobs. Like, yeah, that crevice. Yeah, the crevice. And then kind of expands, like, if to you're, the shoulder like, think blades. about if you're wearing, like, a, like, V-neck. like the, like the dress that, I think Meryl Streep was wearing at the Golden Globes, like a kind of um, heart heart shaped sure. neckline. Yeah, that's. I think that's your decolletage. I'm sure French women do because they're just smarter and better. Exactly. In my head, they're not. And really. so I feel like some of that wheel just kind of <laughs> padded down on your decolletage would be really nice. And it smells lovely. Do you yeah. want to give it a whiff? It I might do. be overpowering. Oh, okay. I love it. I love how it smells. Passing it over. Oh, that is lovely. It's a nice scent, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the nice thing about it is it's not a perfume, so it's not overwhelming. You just kind of rub it on your skin. Maybe your lover catches a whiff. Oh, yeah. In passing. You know, speaking of lovers catching whiffs of things. <laughs> I hope this is Shall about... Shall I go on? <laughs> yeah. Is this about sous vide egg white bites? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so... As mentioned in a previous episode, in the last episode, I have night terrors. Oh my God, that's right. And I had one last week. And and night terrors happen early in, in your sleep cycle. So it's like not, it's like, bef- it's pre-REM sleep. So it's like mm. half an hour after I fall asleep, Ugh. but I'm not really asleep, but I'm kind of asleep. Yeah. Anyway, so I had a night terror. Matt was in bed and he's sort of like trying to soothe me. And then all of a sudden he's like, what is on your face? <laughs> you he's, like, he's like, oh no. What smells so bad? And I was like, it's it's Sunday Riley. Good genius. And he was like, oh, I know that product. It's great. <laughs> no, he he had no idea what I was talking about and was also like disgusted. Um and it does smell bad. Sunday Riley Good Jeans is a product I bought in the latest Sephora sale. It is a high-end product in it terms is. of forking over cash for it. Yes. And it smells like when you opened the jar with the dead shark in it in the blue water in bio class in seventh grade, the formaldehyde kind of scent. See, I feel like it's not as pungent. As like a real formaldehyde. It's a weird smell, it's though. It's a weird smell. And I love it. You love the smell or the product? The product. Oh, yeah. I like it also. I don't like the smell. I like the product, though. And I will continue to put it on my face. My husband be damned. Hell, yeah. Um, but it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he has, he has periodically remarked on the, my skincare routine and thought that like... Like he, like he touched my face and I'm like ah what's on your face um, so you know I don't really take what he says that seriously but it was kind of funny he's like trying to comfort me from this night terror and then it's like ah <laughs> You're like don't wipe it off yeah. I need those AHAs exactly <clears throat> um anyway are you are you done discussing your oils <laughs> I think I'm done okay with my oils uh, but I do want to say like. It's dry right now. It's the winter. It is. All over the United States. Yeah. Even here in California where it's luxuriously warm, you still get really, it's a desert. So you get dry. Yeah. So I like my oils for that. Kate, you know what I bought in the checkout line at Trader Joe's like 
four months ago that I haven't used, a pumpkin body butter. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> you it were was, thinking this is going to smell good. I w- you know what it was? It was at the. It was like the height of pumpkin spice season. When like pumpkin is everywhere yeah. and you kind of like, I don't like pumpkin spice lattes, so I don't really, but I, I, I like the season. I know what you mean. You wanted to participate. I wanted to participate. I was like, I'm going to get this body shop rip off. That's exactly what I have, what pumpkin. I got. It's in the circle thing. Yes, I, exactly. I worked at the body shop all through high school. What? Oh yeah. How I, have we never discussed this? I don't know. I actually love body shop products. Which body shop? Oh, uh, Wellesley, Massachusetts. <gasps> Is the body shop still there? I don't know. I haven't been home. I, my, my family doesn't live there anymore, so I haven't been back in a mm. while. I don't know. Uh, if anyone from Wellesley, Massachusetts wants to call in and tell us there was a gap, there's tons of like local like boutiques and yeah. fancy, because Wellesley is a very affluent community. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of fancy stuff in their little downtown. It's really nice. What was your favorite body shop product? When I went to England when I was 11 years old with my mom, grandmother, aunt, and cousin on a family trip, uh, we discovered the body shop, which didn't exist in America yet. And I lost my mind and there was cucumber water, which I think was like a toner. And I don't even know if they still make it. And also I think the quality of their products went down when they were purchased by a larger corporation. I don't even know who it is, but like that was at the peak of body shop coolness in the Mm -hmm. UK. And they were like this really cool progressive company. So this coconut, not coconut, excuse me, cucumber water. I remember just, it felt the bottles were cool. It just felt so good. It's like a, a, like a pimply chubby tween to have this like skincare products. It it felt so special, especially because it wasn't in the States. And I don't even know if I had been washing my face right till that point. Um, but the body shop, those body balms were really good. Yeah. And I they remember had them. great makeup for years. I just used their makeup cause it was all I knew. And it was where I learned how to put on makeup. One of the other women who worked at the store taught me how to put makeup oh, on. Love that. Yeah. It was wonderful. Um, so Dory. Yes. I think it's time to talk to our guest this week. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Lauren Adams. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. 
And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guest today is Lauren Adams, who you know as Gretchen on Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. She is a longtime performer. performer. <sighs> you know, I just said performer. <laughs> She's a longtime performer at the UCB Theater in New York City, and she runs one of my favorite Instagrams, Masking for Trouble, which has been written up on Refinery29, Hello Giggles, and Good Housekeeping. Lauren Welcome. Hi. 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 How's it going? Hi, Lauren. You are in New York City. And through the magic of the internet, we can talk to you here, which is amazing. Thank goodness for the internet. We love it. (laughs) We love it. Also, if you were here in person, you wouldn't be able to do a mask while... I mean, you could, but you are... It it might be weird. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I'm doing a mask currently to stay on brand as much as I can. I'm going to be doing the Happy Feet exfoliating mask while we talk. Whoa. Now, this, can you describe this mask to us? You gave us a little rundown when we were talking before yeah. the interview. It's oh. a knockoff of the very expensive um, cult mask baby feet. And I got this one at, I'm now looking, it's TJ Maxx. It was $4.99. Um, it's originally only seven. So I didn't get like a ton of savings on it, but I snagged it and it's supposed to um, basically put it on for like an hour to an hour and a half, which is why, you know, you only have so many times you can like not move for an hour. And then for like the next five days, you're like feet disgustingly peel away a whole layer of skin. It can't ah! be good for you. But Wait, Lauren, what is the name of this, of this knockoff? Happy this feet. This one is called Happy Oh, it's called Happy Feet. Okay. <laughs> but the original yeah. one is Baby, baby feet. feet. Baby Feet. Baby Feet. Which yes, is because so... it makes your skin new. And you actually put it... I've never done this mask. You actually put it on they're your like feet. Two, they're two little plastic booties, and you, like, unseal them and then, like, wrap them onto your feet. They're little, like, little, like, plastic socks. And then you leave that on for an hour, and then in the next seven days, it gives you gross baby feet. 
so beautiful. I guess. So you're just like walking around in your shoes and your feet are peeling off like, like inside sl- your socks. That's what I understand is that I like will not want to be barefoot around any other humans for the next seven days because my feet will look like oh I my have a disease. God. I've seen pictures yeah. of people's feet in the in the peeling phase and it's really and it's, disgusting. Lauren, how well, does how does this feel on your feet right now? It really just feels like minty tingly, like Ooh. I put a peppermint foot mask on. And what do we think is the the chemical that causes the peeling? Is it like I acid? Mean, I, I, I can read to you off the back. There is lactic acid, which I do put oh, on my face. And too. I like lactic yeah. acid. There's a bunch of acids. There's glycolic, um, lactic, salicylic. Um, a couple things are under the TJ Maxx um, sticker, so I'll never know what those things are. <laughs> Um, but the number one ingredient is alcohol, which is like the one thing I feel like most like dermatologists will be like, avoid alcohol. And it's the number one ingredient in this. <laughs> I've never actually like looked at the ingredients in the masks I put on my face. I've never looked at a sheet. I, I just actually, lay it on me. Me too, for the most part, but it, especially for the Instagram, I'll just do whatever. My skin's not sensitive enough. I'll like do them all. Um, but a couple of people have commented on masking for trouble and I appreciate it. Like I don't like those Innisfree masks because like the second ingredient is alcohol. So I ask mm. people to like recommend alcohol free masks and there aren't a ton. Can I, can I ask you, we we're hoping to ask guests about a routine in your life, something yeah. you do, a ritual that kind of brings you happiness or feels good for your needs, your self-care needs. Is, is that masking for you or do you have something else that you do to kind of ground yourself and make yourself feel good? Truly masking is like, I started the masking for trouble Instagram. Cause I was like, I love doing face masks. I do them all the time. I like bring them on weekends. When I go away with friends and girlfriends, I'll bring them home. My siblings and I will all do a mask. So I started it. Cause I was like, you're doing these dumb masks anyway. You might as well like tell people what you think about them. Yeah. So yeah, I think skincare too, in general, like I like taking care of my skin and my face. I, you know what, it's so funny because I didn't used to wash my face. Like in college, a point of pride for me and my friends was like, I never washed my face. Lauren, like we felt so cool about it. Kate also used to not wash her face. Until like two yes. years ago at night. I would wash it in the morning with a gentle Cetaphil. <laughs> but at night I was like, hell no, this is my stand. Yeah. We- me too. And then you Cassia Miller, what a wonderful, gorgeous human, a friend that I know from UCB, she got me for Secret Santa, like in 2011 or 12, she got me my first face wash. She was like, you have to start washing your face. And she's right. <laughs> she, she's she, right. she had an intervention. <laughs> she oh, did. Amazing. She was like, I got you this face wash. You have to start washing your face. And she was right. And I did. And I'm the, I'm the better for it. So Lauren, how many face masks do you do a week? I don't think there's a right number. Like I, people ask me if I would do a mask every day. Like, sure. If your skin was feeling super thirsty and you wanted to put a sleeping mask on every day. Yeah. And if you are feeling irritated and you want to put a calming mask on, sure. You just have to listen to your skin. So like I would say on average, my typical week is like two to three masks a week. If we're including under eye masks, I'm probably Uh-oh. like five to six because I'll put a little under eye mask on like while I get my makeup ready. Those things are, it's, I just did one for the first time. I don't know if it did anything, but I loved it. It's amazing. They're the best. Even just like the cheapy ones that you can get. There's like a collagen eye zone mask on Amazon that is like 
so cheap, but they have caffeine in them and they're just like cool. And I keep them in the fridge and at the very least, like the cooling effect while I, like if I, you know, I'll do like my eye makeup with them on underneath and then it catches any of the like bits from your eyeshadow or mascara, like any of the crumbles that could get on your under eye, it catches all of them. And then you can do your under eye concealer afterwards when it's all hydrated. Wow. It's an ideal situation. I went through your Instagram. The, my favorite mm-hmm. part about your Instagram is that you rate things from one to five smokins, which is a great reference to the movie, The Mask. Thank you very much. It makes yes. me laugh every time. And I found the ones that you have rated the highest rating, which is five smokins. And one yes. of them is something called the Eliza Vecca Milky Piggy Hydrogel Bouncy Eye Patch. Is that the one? Yeah. I love that under eye patch. That one is like a little more expensive. So like that's maybe one of my favorite under eyes because it's sticky too. those ones. So you can sleep with them on and you can like walk around and do stuff. But that's like a 10 pack is like $20. Whereas like those collagen eye zone masks, a 30 pack is like two 99. So it's like, Whoa. Yeah. Those collagen eye zone ones. I'm sure they're not, the ingredients are not good for you. Also they say collagen and there's no collagen in the ingredient (laughs) list. So it's a straight lie. It's a straight up lie because I went on Natch Butte, which you guys probably know another yes, podcast that I used to be friend. Natch Butte is great. I love Jackie J. And we were talking about it and I looked up those collagen eye zone patches and they're vegan, but they have collagen in them technically. Uh, they're a lie. Hmm. It's a straight lie. So those are vegan friendly. If I don't know if they're animal cruelty, if they don't, if they're like cruelty free, but they are vegan. So interesting. Um, those Eliza Milky, those Eliza Vecchia ones are great. They're just a little on the higher end. So I wouldn't like use them every day. I use those for like like I know I'm going to go to an event and get my photo taken. Yeah. Here's my, where, oh, wait, where do you buy them? Those ones I get in Koreatown in New York. And I'm sure if you went to a Koreatown in LA situation that has masks, Eliza Vecca is like a huge Korean like brand. Mm-hmm, if they're like mm-hmm. worth their salt, they would have that brand there. Got it. I think you can get them online too, but I just go in person to my best friend, beauty. Oh, in Koreatown. Koreatown. My favorite thing about your Instagram is that you really do focus on price point and you don't veer towards the expensive masks. You're, you like a, a, you're focusing on affordable masking. I like a deal just because like, Kate, I know you know, and you love my beloved Benton snail bee high content mask pack. Love that mask. That mask gets results and is not that expensive. It's like $2 a mask. So if I'm going to, I got, I just got one of those Charlotte Tilbury dry masks. Have you heard about those? No. Oh, Charlotte Tilbury, which is like a beautiful cosmetic company makes a dry mask that I don't understand how it works. It's literally magic. It's, um, okay. It's called the instant magic facial dry sheet mask. And it says expert facialist results in just 15 minutes. And it's a dry mask that has little hooks that go over your ears. So you like put it on for 15 minutes and then you can use it three times. Wow. So, you, so each mask is a three time use. You put it on clean skin. So you don't like put bacteria on it, but it's like $27 a mask, oh. but you get <laughs> so, three. I mean, wears. it's three. Yeah. Yeah. It's three, but it's still, I'm like, that would get a point off on masking for trouble for me because like, I'm just not, I think a five out of five smokins should be something that's in my stable all the time that I'm using. And I'm never going to use anything that's super crazy expensive. Lauren, what is your stance on non-sheet masks? Oh, like a paint on? Like a clay? Uh Uh-huh. Love. Actually, something, I just gave one, I just gave one paint on mask a five out of five smokin from pharmacy. 
um, that I really, or pharmaceutics actually, pharmaceutics that I really loved. Um, I'm pro, I'm pro those. I like, I like a mud mask, a uh-huh, charcoal uh-huh, mask. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm pro a paint on. I did the Hannah Cure. Yeah. And now the Hannah Cure, part of my beef with it, I've done it too, is that it's $30 for one application. Which, per mask. Per mask, which is crazy. That seems insane. It's a ton of it, money. It, and, it, and also, like, again, I didn't think the results were that good. No. I don't know what I it did. I just didn't think they were. I don't know either. Like, I, it, I didn't look at the ingredients on that. It probably also has a lot of alcohol and probably just dehydrates the crap out of your face. So it does look very, like, firm and lifted. But... I don't know that I think it was actually like good for my skin. Mm. No, it just is good for Instagram. Like yeah, you post, it's just good for Grammy. You post a photo of your face all weird. And that's... Yep. Like, is, there, is there a Hanacure dupe? There is some Hanacure dupe that you can Google. I'll look it up right now. Um, but, you know, for me, and I, we, we talked about this on Natch View, and then I had to text Jackie to say that I did agree with her. Um, the, um, if you do the Aztec clay... Yes, the healing clay. With apple cider vinegar, yep. not good if you, yeah, not good if you are, um, uh, what's it called? Sensitive. Cause it does sort of, uh, I don't know. It's astringent. It's apple cider vinegar. It's like a little acidic. Um, I think that makes my face cause it does get just as tight as the Hanukkah to me, it, like mm. clicks in and you don't look all weird and wrinkly cause it's not see-through, but that to me like really tightens my face. That I, um, I the, did that. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I did that healing clay no. and it sucked the pores off my face. Totally. I couldn't believe I it. Think, and that is cheap. Like a bottle of apple cider vinegar is $2. And the big thing of clay is like what? 15, 10? Maybe. I got it at Sprouts, a local grocery store in LA. I think it was like eight bucks. Wow. It was yeah. so, and it's on uh, the, it's on Amazon too. And it's just called healing clay? Yes. There's a specific brand, yes. but it's a, I didn't get the Aztec secret Indian healing clay, which is what a lot of people, um, yeah, use, but it's the same. The what I got is the same ingredients. I'll show you. Great, it. it's. But it did make my um, skin very red, and I think it does dry your skin out. So I feel like you just. Use I think it, it d- for sure. But you know what? I would double mask then. I would like clean my pores <gasps> out with one, and then I would use a hydrating one right after. What? It's, okay, it's your life. You can mask as much as you want. <laughs> I've never yes. thought about double masking. Double masking. Oh my god. Double up, baby. One of my favorite masks. I wonder. I don't know if it has four or five on masking for trouble. Is like. Uh, a two-step peel and hydrating mask. And it's like at Sephora and it's a two-step where you have a little swab peel that does like an acid peel. And then there's a sheet mask in the same pack and then you do a sheet mask. And I love it because it's a two-step where it like peels my like gross dead skin off and then hydrates the new Uh. fresh skin underneath. So Lauren, what the is... The really good... I just want to say really quickly, the really good Hanicure dupe is um, skin... Um, 1004 zombie pack mask and it is um, $18 for an eight pack on Amazon. Wow. Um, I was just going to ask what, what is your, what is your number one mask these days? These days, number one mask, actually, I I mean, I, like I mentioned earlier that Benton snail bee high content Mm. mask pack is like, that is the, I haven't found one that I think gets better results than that, but I got a cream shop eggnog mask that I thought was going to be like a sort of throwaway, um, like holiday mask. And I, it's really great. I got a five pack. This one, I also got it like TJ Maxx or I got it at Marshall's for $5.99. It is a limited edition anti-aging eggnog sheet mask from the cream shop. And it is great. 
it like shrinks my pores and makes me look dewy and young. And I secretly love it. So that's like my mask du jour right now. Can I ask you, you've mentioned Marshall's and TJ Maxx. Are these the best mask buying locations? If you aren't against sorting through stuff, sifting, digging, Mm -hmm. like, because you have to sort of like, there is a lot of junk. I think you have to know what brands to buy. Mm. Um, they usually have cream shop leaders is a good brand. They usually have, um, uh, and you have to make sure to look at if there's an expiration date. That's very important. I never oh. even thought about that. So these masks don't expire until 2020, but you have to make sure to look at expiration dates. Some have a, so some, I learned this the hard way because the internet yelled at me. Um, some of the Korean masks, because I don't speak Korean and I didn't, didn't know how to read it. Um, they had a date on it. I was like, this mask is expired. And a girl was like, I am Korean. Actually, those symbols mean this is the date it was manufactured. Oh. oh. So you can just do a quick Google search of like the Korean symbol for manufactured date versus expiration date. Mm-hmm. If, if it only has one date and it seems to be in the Usually, past. <laughs> it, it could be very, it could, or it could very well be a manufacturer date. Can I ask a technical question? Here's something of I course. don't, as a person who's getting into sheet masks, if I do them at night, then are the effects gone the next day? Like, should I do them before I go out? I think it depends on the type of mask. Like a hydrating mask, the effects won't be gone the next day, but like a brightening mask, potentially. I also sleep in my sheet masks because I trained myself to sleep on my back because I don't want eye wrinkles from sleeping on my side. I'm a monster. I'm a total monster. That's not a monster. That's that's logical. (laughs) And so I'll sleep with the sheet mask on to get like maximum benefit. I think it's like a serum. You can think of it like a serum plus. Like if you're going to put a brightening serum on at night, it's still doing this. It's still doing its job. I don't think it's wasted mm. per se, but like that, that Benton snail bee, I think the effects are so immediate that, that I would like to do that before I go out. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good one. I have a box of those Ugh. in my bathroom. I mean, the Benton snail bee high content mask pack is like my favorite mask. I gotta of all time, get this sure. mask pack. I also like how you can it's say on the overstock. full name. Oh, it's on overstock.com oh. mm-hmm, for like under $20 for a 10 pack. It's a good, it's just a good staple to have. I, yeah. I had a moment where in a moment of weakness, I bought uh, an expensive foil mask at Costco, like an Estee Whoa. Lauder foil mask. Oh, and oh yeah. The midnight, the night recovery Estee yes. Lauder. That's a, that's a very famous mask. How was it? I haven't done it yet. It didn't do, I don't, here's what I, here's my challenge with all this stuff. What's supposed to happen? I feel like I put the mask on and when I take it off, I expect to have like pearly glowing skin and I, I look kind of just like a wet version of myself. <laughs> that the foil masks the whole uh, thinking behind them is that they don't dry out as quickly right just like it's keeping up, right, whereas like a cotton sheet mask you're getting a lot of air so you're drying the serum out faster i think those foil ones mm. stay wet longer is the thinking and they like keep your skin warm like a foil like a like a uh wrestler wearing like one of those like yeah like a don't they wear like runner. foils yeah, like a marathon yeah, getting totally. wrapped up. And like a baked potato. They keep the heat in. Yeah. Exactly. Your little potato face. Um, <laughs> but I also think that like masking is supposed to be like a supplement to what you're already doing. So like if you want to, if you're feeling dull, do a brightening mask. If you're feeling dry, do a moisturizing mask. If you're feeling red, do a calming mask, et cetera, et cetera. If your pores are clogged, do a pore clearing mask. 
I think that like if your skin isn't feeling dull and you do a brightening mask, like of course you're not going to look brighter because your skin isn't dull to begin with. Or if you're already feeling moisturized, why would you do a moisturizing mask? I think it's just like using them as stuff. I do them for novelty a lot of the time. And then if I don't get good results, I have to be like, well, Lauren, you didn't need that. <laughs> you just did that because you wanted to do it for yourself. There's like a weird relaxing element to doing it. It kind of like forces you to yes. sit down and take a break mm-hmm. and not move your body. Yeah. As you know, right now doing that baby feet, I mean, excuse me, happy feet, happy feet, <laughs> happy, feet. happy feet. You can't go anywhere. But it's, it's, you know, if it's snowing and it's winter, you just sit inside with weird things on your body and let it do its magic. And it is. It's snowing. My sister and I are two adult women who are wearing onesie pajamas today because our Christmas pajamas came. And we made a vegan soup and we're sitting inside. Like, that's my day. Oh, and I'm great with it. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> we'll be over yeah. immediately. <laughs> the whole point of, our, of Forever 35, our podcast, is to kind of talk about the things that we do that make us feel good. Yeah. And that sounds yeah. like a perfect, you are living the dream. You are. I mean, it's a great day. It's a perfect, we couldn't have a more perfect day. Well, listen, We're really in it. Lauren, thank you so much for talking to us. Yay. This was such a thank treat. You. Thank you, Lauren. You guys are great. I'm so thrilled to have been a guest. Yay. I will, um, I'll update you on my baby feet. I don't know whether I'm going to post pictures of the process because I think it might be too gross for people. Also, there's like weird foot fetish people out there. Yeah. I mean, I know one, if you ever walk any red carpet and get your photo taken the next day, your feet are on a website. Oh, oh no. Are your feet on websites? Oh, yeah, baby. It don't matter. They want all the feet. They don't care who's attached. They're like, who? Lauren who? I don't care. I like those feet and those strappy heels. Gross. I don't understand the appeal of feet. Ugh. I know. I mean, they, they get the job done in terms of moving our bodies around. But they're great for that. Sexually. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, you know, please keep us posted because we do not have foot Thank fetishes you. and we legitimately want to know yes, how this we goes. Do for you. You know. <laughs> and um, everybody should check out Lauren on Kimmy Schmidt and, of course, on Masking for Trouble. It, Masking for Yay. Trouble has been very informative for me. And I now feel like I kind of just do whatever you say. Oh, well, thank you. That means a lot. And I hope I'm serving you and your skin well. You are. I'm going to now go online and buy those collagen, not collagen eye masks. Yeah, they're great. I'll I'll text you a link to them because they're so cheap. And they're just like good every day. Throw them on. God bless you. We'll put a link in the show notes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, 100% we will. Yeah. Um, Lauren, thank you again so much for taking time. Enjoy your vegan soup. Bye. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. You too. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. 
I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm I'm about I'm now going to go sheet mask my life away after that conversation. I mean, I I want to just like go to work with a sheet mask on. I actually I sheet masked the other night and I was wondering would it be appropriate to sheet mask publicly? Uh no. It's not <laughs> it's not a thing yet. It's pretty definitively no. I did answer the door recently in college and I I mask sheet masks. How did that go? Though I had to, I just was basically Was it like FedEx? <laughs> This was this was on on vacation uh, at an Airbnb. Someone came over to fix the pool, and uh-huh. I just opened the door. And before the woman could even say anything, I just said, "Ignore the things on my face." And she was like, "Yeah, I was gonna." And and then I, I didn't even tell her what they were. That's amazing. Which really, you know, gives me a, a mysterious air. I brought sheet masks on vacation to make my two friends do them. I brought them to make my husband do them, and they did them. Oh. And they loved them. They did. Yes. What did they, what was their takeaway? They were just like, oh, my skin. And th- these are two men, by the yeah. way. They, sh- they both shaved before and then put the mask on. And I think they just felt like invigorated. It's a good, it, it's, it's like a mini trip to the spa. Totally. I might do one. I'm seriously, I'm going to do I'm one later. I'm talking myself into doing Me one. Me too. I did one the other night and the uh, serum, the stuff, yeah. the goo, I uh-huh. don't even know what you would call it. It just felt so good. Yeah. It feels great. I didn't even put moisturizer on Dory. Um, Kate, what was your intention last week? Oh God, I don't even remember. That's how well I followed through on that situation. Well, I, I know what mine was. Yeah, wait, share. I can't believe I don't remember. I mine, did a bad job. Mine was to do more yoga. I and I believe I I said I was setting I was setting my goals very low because yeah. the previous week I'd set them too high. So I said I was going to go to one yoga and class. Did you do and it? I did. Oh, that's such a good feeling. Yeah, it was great. Was 
I really patted myself on the back. I was going to say, was there um, a sensation of accomplishment in addition to the reward of yoga? Yes, because um, there was like, uh, there was like a, a question in my mind, like, oh, should I go? And then I was like, I should go. And I went and That's, I felt great. And did you go more than once or was once enough? Um, I did go more than once. And in fact, I found a new, I found a teacher at a studio near my house who I really like. That's I don't think I'm feeling. ever going to be able to make her regular. She was subbing for another oh, yeah. teacher. It wasn't her regular time slot. And her regular time slot is like not a very convenient time slot for me. But maybe one day. Yeah. Just the fact that you went and you found somebody that you liked. That's such a good feeling. Totally. My intention for this week. Yes. Which I will, re- I will promise to remember next week. Okay. Because I need to be better about following through. I wrote it down. It's a mantra. More music, less political podcasts. Oh, yes. So I don't listen to political podcasts. How do you live? It's all I do. I just don't. You don't know the inner workings of the Pod Save America no, guys? No, and I don't care. Man, I feel like I am like, like I like look at their wedding photos. I just, I just like, I just didn't get into them. And now they're, you know, it's too late. I feel like they have a whole thing now. I'm not going to start at the beginning. That's insane. You, you know, just crack in. And also it's like, I don't know. Do I need that in my life? No. I mean, what I'm telling you is you don't. Right. I have to take, I have to take a step back because I found today when I was cooking, I put on music and it was such an enjoyable fun. I was singing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of fell into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Whereas I normally listen to political, not just podcasts, political podcasts, or even worse, MSNBC or CNN on my phone. Oh God! Yeah, hate. I know. do. You hate yourself? I, I don't. It's not that I hate myself. It's that I feel the world crumbling around yeah. me, and it's repetitive information. Yeah. Some of it's, I mean, it's all really useful and interesting, but like I'll go from Pod Save America to the 538 podcast with WizKid Harry Enten, who's a pollster. And then I will maybe See, I don't check even out. I that is. Uh, you're, you're living such a blissful life. I go to the Slate podcast. Okay, but you know what? I go all over. You know what I'm obsessed with that is not also not healthy that my husband pointed out that I was obsessed with <laughs> are like disasters like if there's you know that plane crash in costa rica with no. the two families vaguely the long island families yeah uh, the one was from westchester one was from tampa oh i i think i like clicked over and then i clicked away yeah like i got like obsessed with the plane crash i get obsessed with like fires i get obsessed with like the jfk disaster <laughs> the jf you mean his assassination uh, no jfk airport Oh, what happened? Oh, see, I'm not, I'm not following these. Yeah. I mean, it's just like all these things, like there was a big fire in the Bronx a few weeks ago where 13 people died. I was obsessed with that. There was another fire a couple weeks before that in Brooklyn where um, a religious Jewish family's oil menorah caught on fire. Oh God, that's awful. Yeah. And four people died. I have a problem. (laughs) This is so interesting. I'm also really, I have like a fear of getting trampled. I'm, I'm not laughing at you. It's just such a specific fear. And my own fears are so specific. Yeah. That's so such an interesting I've one. I've gotten, like I would go down like Wikipedia holes of. No, um, like trample accidents? Uh, yeah. Of like soccer stadium stampedes oh, where like, no. you know, like a hundred people died. 
Yeah. Trampling is not a good way no. to go. So, okay. I just brought this down. No, no. Um, I know. I, but I actually think I, um, as a person who has uh, OCD, yeah. one of my um, hip, habitual issues with it is um, like true crime stuff. Mm. Like I get really obsessed with cases and missing persons, but then it's... Um, it gets me really anxious. Yeah. But also I'm obsessed. It's also feeds the obsessive side. So right. I have to, like, I had to stop also listening to true crime podcasts and consuming any true crime stuff because it is a, it's so it feeds an itch, that kind of, that kind of stuff sometimes. I will recommend the Slate's Watergate podcast. Oh, that sounds interesting. It's very good. Political and crime. Just what I need. And history. <laughs> no, I think that would be interesting. Um, yeah, it's great. But it's more slow burn. Can I make a request? Yes. Since I'm doing more music, less political podcasts. Yes. I would love music recommendations because uh, good old Busy Phillips recommended this woman, Phoebe, uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, who yeah. You or Bridger Bridgers. I'm not yeah, sure. She's great. Um, and her album's amazing. It's very kind of sad and blue, but it's beautiful. So I've been listening to that. So I would love music recommendations. People send us your music recommendations. Which leads me to places you can send us music recommendations. Um, shouldn't I say my intention first? Oh, shit. Did I oh neglect? Wait, you told us your last week one. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry to have disrespected <laughs> you this way. That's fine. My intention this week is to bring my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a good, achievable thing you can do. Yeah, I'm excited. Have you like packed all the chili that you made into little lunch containers? No. Um, it's in like big containers, but I, I plan on putting them in single serving containers. Will you bring anything else? Carrot sticks? Uh, yeah. So my new office is across from a Trader Joe's. So I have already gone and gotten like carrot sticks, those Persian cucumbers. I've gotten, you know, they've those bags of hard boiled eggs. Mm. Those are all good, good snacks for me. Unfortunately, there's like nothing that you can dip anything in. (laughs) It's kind of sad. Um, But, you know, what are you going to do? You'll make do. I'll make do. For a few more weeks. Yeah. You could dip it into olive oil. Oh, God. I know. I was just trying it. Well, you know what? You can dip it in salsa. There's paleo dressings. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't really appeal to no, me. I'm sorry. I know. It's not as good as a big bowl of ranch. Yeah. Or like or hummus, hummus even. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. So you guys can you guys can email us at forever35podcast at Gmail. And there's a lot of other places to find us. Yeah. Please give me music recommendations, dry oil recommendations, anything. I, I will also feel like please send us products that you like because we want to talk about them. Uh, our Twitter is forever35pod. Our Instagram is forever35podcast. And our website, forever35podcast.com. And on our website each week, we will have um, all the products that we talk about. Oh, all right. Well, this is a pleasure. This is a delight. Talk to you next week. See you next week. Bye. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And please remember to leave us Apple podcast reviews. It really helps people find the show. And be sure to check out our episode next week where we interview author of The Wedding Date, Jasmine Guillory, where she details her amazing nightly bath routine. It really made me want a bathtub. Like, majorly. Yeah. 